0: On the Couch, with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 128, the 12th of February, 2010. Hi Ian, how's it going? It's going very well, James. Here we are, On the Couch, episode number 128, which is... Kind of a magic number in terms of binary and, you know... Yeah, that kind of stuff. It's a digital episode, I guess. It's always a digital episode on the couch, but... uh Today, especially so. So,
1: what do we talk about on the couch? We do sort of technology kind of news, I suppose, but we have tried to compartmentalize it, if there is such a word, mm-hmm. uh, into business news, uh, technology news, uh, content delivery. Bit of uh,
0: gaming action and mobile technology and uh, anything else that occurs to us in the world of technology that weirdness, be yeah.
1: sort of normal category horns and the like. We'll talk exactly. about that later. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Okay. So uh not much happening in the world of business that no, I could I screen
1: up. We're not really focusing on the business side. You know, maybe is business dull or does it just pay the bills? Mm. Well you know, it's look, kind of you
0: know, of early in the year, not much happening perhaps, but mm. uh I'm sure that'll crank up as yeah, time. Yeah, I mean doesn't. it's supposed
1: to be lots of uh M and A mergers and acquisition stuff going on. Um as the as the banks kind of recover from their colds and people want to start making money.
0: Yeah, I've heard so, that uh generally the uh the kind of startup marketing is the startup market is starting to start up again
1: yeah and ipos are coming out mm-hmm. you know these kind of things so uh, i think we'll watch this space we've seen a few little sort of minor acquisitions and things from um the likes of google and stuff like that i think they bought aardvark i think it was a, mm, a social aardvark? it's a i think it's a social networking search engine okay something i guess because you know they obviously want to augment the, the google verse hmm but it's anyway you
0: need to have an ad- artwork in your back pocket I, <laughs> I always
1: say indeed and if you can spell it you get extra points <laughs> so um technology technology um in no particular order mm. on just like the show notes um <laughs> we have uh 3d capable products coming out uh, i did see i think is coming out with some 3d mm.
0: projector that's
1: uh, cool but only four by three
0: i was a bit oh that's crazy Surely Avatar is going to be the big seller for yeah, 3D.
1: Yeah, I, mean, that, I mean, and obviously displays are coming out, but mm-hmm. uh, Sony has touted its first um, Blu-ray player.
0: Okay, so, I mean, they've done a quick job here from, I mean, we were only talking about Blu-ray establishing a standard for 3D, oh, I don't know, it seems like five minutes ago. And uh, the BDP-S470 is the first one that's explicitly labeled as 3D-capable.
1: Yeah, but that just means they'll upgrade the software, i <laughs> That's probably um, true. Quite
0: well, what does that mean? What sort of TV do you need in order to um, watch an actual? Well, it could be
1: related to you know, physically HDMI mm-hmm. 1.4a, I think, um, because you know it may be capable of playing it out, but it's the display device that actually does, well, does the, all the, work, yeah. the clever stuff. So perhaps it's supporting the new HDMI standard. It's not mm-hmm. particularly explicit, this kind mm-hmm. of release. Um but yeah, so there will be a um, firmware support for that. The interesting thing, which I was just I hadn't really noticed before, um, they've got an app store, obviously iPhone app that controls it. I wonder if that's going to control the PlayStation Three as well.
0: Ooh, that'll be cool because that your PlayStation could be uh, yeah, up for being
1: remote controlled. Yeah, which makes it more more useful. I don't know if that works. Um, I might have to have a shifty of that. Very cool, but
0: the, this Blu-ray player, a 3D Blu Blu-ray player, is only 200 bucks. It's a bargain.
1: Yeah, but, it, I mean, it's not doing anything special, is it? It's just playing a Blu-ray, <laughs> let's face it. <laughs> so, that's um
0: true. But uh, it has, I mean, the prices of Blu-ray players have come down quite significantly from mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, so that's a good thing.
1: Okay, and it's got improved noise reduction and built-in Wi-Fi. Mm. Well, this is the... Uh, uh, I guess because you use Wi-Fi for transporting audio, so you can have wireless speakers. So that's like quite you, a good option, yeah, actually.
0: I thought it was, is not a Blu-ray Live that allows you to... Interact with other people watching the same film or something? Did well, you have yeah, a go at that? But, and was um, it, well,
1: allegedly. But I mean, <laughs> this is quite a long load times. Uh-huh. And um, I mean, a BD Live I've had some bad experiences with. But I mean, yeah. I must admit, I, I'm normally straight in to watch the video. I mean, the extra uh-huh. features don't... Um, don't sell it for you? Typically not. But I mean, I don't think anyone has really exploited the whole BD Live universe yet. Well, that's there's true. A, I mean, there's a lot that can be done. You do
0: you have an entire Java stack on those yeah. Blu-ray boxes? Um, Definitely this. But, but I,
1: I'm certainly going to check out that um, BD Remote app from Sony. Mm, yeah, let that us looks know. Uh, looks
0: like fun. Um, no, James, this next story, um, I'm going to have to get you to explain it to me because okay, I've got well, complicated hey. words in it.
1: <laughs> well, um, are you familiar with the term superconductor? Ian?
0: Yeah, they're those um, the the people that run the trains that are really in charge of everything.
1: The guys with the hats. Yeah, uh-uh, wrong. No, okay. um, well, a superconductor is something which basically has zero resistance. So you can effectively put electricity down it and mm. it won't lose any kind of, uh, any of the electricity will get yeah. lost. So, it'll be But
0: uh, don't you have to have like pretty much absolute zero temperatures? Well,
1: that's and this has been a kind of theoretical analysis of sort of chemistry and material science. Mm. And there have been, they've come up with sort of, I think they're normally kind of ceramic compounds, mm. um, which they can get to be superconductive, but they are you know literally liquid helium I think it's to liquid hydrogen, so it's like the coldest stuff that you can make. Right. So it's almost impossible to... Um, basically, it costs so much to to cool the helium that it's kind of like, well, that's a bit stupid.
0: <laughs> we would rather lose a bit of energy than uh,
1: Exactly. But <laughs> um, there's mm. some... And this is a very much sort of theoretical material physics kind of stuff. Mm. Some stuff called doped graphene, mm. which um, graphene, I guess, is something to do with graphite, so some sort of carbon-type structure. Mm-hmm um should be able to superconduct at uh 90 Kelvin which those of you familiar with um minus i think minus 273 Kelvin is absolute zero mm-hmm. so um Ninety Kelvin is what well, minus it's like minus ninety degrees or something. I'm just showing that I've I've really erased that part of my brain. Right? But essentially, ninety <laughs> Still Kelvin. Still pretty cold though. The good thing about that is mm-hmm. it's liquid nitrogen temperature. Uh, so it's a liquid heat, hydrogen. Exactly. Yeah. So if you've ever have you ever had anyone make um, kind of ice cream in front of you with liquid nitrogen?
0: Oh, okay. So that's that's pretty common you know that's, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can ooh. buy it by the right. jar
1: you know you can wow. put it in your thermos and just i mean i when i had some guy at this uh fancy restaurant make some liquid nitrogen ice cream for me just wow. there was some kind of vanilla custard kind of stuff and he just got the thermos out poured in the liquid nitrogen bit of a beating didn't splash it over <laughs> anyone fortunately. <laughs> um and obviously the famous thing is from the terminator movie where the the I don't know, t5000 falls mm-hmm. into the uh the basket of uh, the liquid nitrogen and gets shattered. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's commonly available. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so maybe we'll have. Um, and you could make. So I guess you could do things like making a really strong electromagnet. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously that breaks maybe breaks the laws of physics because you could say, well, the electricity is circling around here and it's giving off energy in the form of magnetism. Mm. So does that just go on forever if it's just yeah, sitting in a box? Lots crazy the, things might happen. Yeah, so I think that's. Uh, well, that's be fun.
0: careful, James. Don't in, don't uh, invent any black holes or anything like that. Could be could be dangerous for all of us. I will try not to.
1: <laughs> so I just thought that was. I thought cool. that was, I, mean, that's, I thought that was worth
0: sharing. Definitely, absolutely. I mean. Uh, uh, I mean, I think I think we talked about uh, the progress that's going to happen in the next year and the next mm-hmm. 10 years in terms of nanotechnology and... Uh, exactly. Imagine having some...
1: In- um, I'm just thinking here, have you heard of aerogel, another kind of wacky material, mm-hmm. which is like... Um, it's basically air <laughs> in a gel and it's super, super mm-hmm. light and really, really um, oh, kind yeah. of insulating. Yeah, no, I so heard something about that. So you could imagine having like... I'm just making this up now... Uh, <laughs> aerogel inserts in the soles of your shoes which had inside them liquid nitrogen some of this graphane and a little loop which had been made into a superconducting magnet you could just kind of wear shoes that are labeled you to float on surfaces and stuff james that's brilliant hover f- feet that'd be fantastic let's make you should,
0: them you should file a patent right now yes that's oh dear i've
1: just disclosed it whoops there we go that's uh we'll have to think again brilliant so um What's
0: the buzz? Well, the buzz this week, James, is all about uh, Google's foray into social media uh, again. Uh, this time, it's called uh, it's called Buzz. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've tried a few times in a number of different kind of social um, social networking ideas, but this one. Uh, is actually integrated into the, the mail client into Gmail. Okay. So it automatically whips up all your Gmail friends, whacks them into a list that you can, uh, that, are, that are following you. Uh huh. And it pretty much does a kind of Twitter sort of thing, but it's trying to make it, it's trying to integrate all the things that uh, the Google does into one place. So, but you've
1: got sort of conversation streams here, but isn't this yeah. a bit like Google Wave?
0: Well,. Uh, I mean, everyone got excited about wave, and then everyone went. Uh, and now what? What do I do with
1: it? it sounds yeah. a bit. It's quite a. It's a very interesting concept, but it's very difficult to understand how you might yeah. use it. I
0: suppose. And this might actually be the answer to that. So yeah, yeah this, it is could, be, like this could be an application of wave. Oh, could we? Um, so it's it's kind of a mix of Twitter and Facebook, and um, uh, so if you can imagine on Facebook, you can post a picture and then write a comment about it. Uh-huh. Well, you can do that here, right. uh, and. Uh, so you've got that same sort of chatter uh, discussing a certain thing going on. You've right. got little status updates, so that's obviously going on as well. Uh, it also integrates other things that you've got. So I've got a blog, for example, and it pulls in entries from the blog into your feed automatically.
1: But then everything's interconnectedness
0: of everything. You know, it you is. Can- so it's all. It's trying to create that kind of... Uh, I don't know what the word is now. Synergy. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Well, trying, more yeah, a, no it's, like a,
1: it's like a nexus, isn't it? It's like a, yeah. an inter, a point of integration. So, yeah. um, And it does seem at the moment, I, I just saw someone, actually a Facebook post, and it was saying mm-hmm. how he'd unfortunately linked too many of his things together. Oh. So he ended up inadvertently posting his meeting schedule Across all of these points, because you kind of forget, because oh, no. you, you only ha- how many of these places you just have to make one extra link, mm-hmm. and suddenly everything mm-hmm. flows together. Mm-hmm. You could probably get some crazy kind of social networking feedback loop where you just keep <laughs> posting the same thing over and over again because they keep posting cross posting. Actually, oh, that's yeah.
0: true. Yeah, it posts into Buzz and then Buzz posts it to Twitter and then Twitter posts into Facebook and then Facebook posts into Buzz. Yeah, and then, so
1: ah, uh, you could get a, you know a, a race condition going on there. Can it be very? <laughs> uh, but I guess it must have happened to some people. I think so. Uh, when it happens to your scales, it's going to be... <laughs> <I know.
0: laughs> the entire universe will know <laughs> how I've been losing weight.
1: Indeed, indeed. Very funny.
0: Mm. Um, well, I, I mean, the, the kind of feeling about this is, uh, like, Jason Calacanis has come out and said, ah, oh, it's the next big thing, uh, Facebook's lost half its value, blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, but um, look what he said about the iPad.
0: <laughs> so really that's true, too. Um, we've got Ars Technica that's saying, yeah, it's cool, but uh, nothing really much... Different from anything else that's out there. I think the, the key difference is, firstly, it's backed by Google, so you know it's it's going to be up. It's going to stay up. Mm-hmm. Um, Mind you, is G-
1: Gmail's oh, is Gmail's not beta anymore, is it? So beta, no, no. So it's come it? out of beta yeah. after
0: six years or something. Is Buzz beta, or is Buzz just? Is it an integrated? Uh, it's integrated in. It's just like in. It's listed just underneath your inbox. So uh, and can it just import from Flickr and Twitter, so you don't have to. Yeah, so all those sort of things. Flicka. You can abandon
1: those other things. So, I mean, that's, yeah. I like guess, social mobility. You can just say, that's it's all
0: in one place now. Twitter Sorry. is so
1: last year, I'm going Google.
0: <laughs> but uh, you can automate it so that it posts to both or pulls things from Twitter and all that kind of stuff. So it's, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of potential there. But again, uh, the, the thing that slightly worries me is that when, once you start having this aggregation, you know, there might be stuff in there like your meeting schedule, for example. Yeah. They might have confidential information like who you're meeting with that you might not want to share with the entire world. And, uh, you know, you can see some fairly, fairly yeah. uh, easy disasters going on there. Yeah, it would be interesting to see how that uh, comes up. I mean,
1: I'm not sure. I'm I'm just kind of struggling with Twitter, so I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> yet another another level of integration I guess you could just say, complexity. oh, I'll just cross post onto that one. You know, we'll yeah. see, what, see what happens.
0: Anyway, very interesting. So we'll see how that goes. Um, right. Now,
1: content delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, Seems a bit weird to talk about content delivery and talking about books and certainly old books. I know, um, but this is a uh, new. F- I don't know if this is only for Kindle, but uh, the British Library, which in my mind you know is taxpayer-funded mm-hmm. library, I guess like the you know Smithsonian Library or something in um, it's like the, kind in of the National Library of Yeah. Of Britain, so Britain, isn't they it? seem to have thrown in with with Amazon mm, to yeah. offer. I guess like Project Gutenberg mm-hmm. books which are out of print. They're yep. um well they're not out of print I suppose but they're out of copyright. Mm-hmm. And they've um reeled at 35 to 40% of their 19th century books including classics from you know Jane Austen, Charles Dickens, wow. Thomas Hardy and stuff have been digitized. Uh they're quite they're old books so they you know they're unlikely to be found in public libraries um and you could you know you'd have difficulty finding them. Mm. Um And you can get them for free, I guess. I don't know. Um, Mm. And the idea being that you get them for free, but you can order the printed copies from Amazon. So I guess they'll do. uh...
0: That's cool. So they're they're really revising, reviving. Mm. I mean, this is the long tail of content gone mad, really. 65,000 items from, uh, you know, the the 19th century.
1: It's also the the e-version will be a kind of a a trailer for the printed version. Exactly. I mean, I mean like, seemingly,
0: you I might mean, get into it and decide that uh, you want to order the actual, an actual printed copy. Hmm. Uh, 15 quid to 20 quid sounds pretty expensive for a book that's been out of print for a hundred years, but Hey,
1: well, but if you bought the original from a shop, it would be, it is, I mean, it's weird uh, and it, to me. It sounded great, but you know, looking at the detail, it's
0: like, mm, are they free? I mean, well, if, you're, if you've if got a Kindle, they free, so yeah. that's all right. But maybe it's the yeah.
1: Kindle. I mean, it's not just images, is it? I mean, they're not PDFs you're watching. It is actually text flowing on the page because right? you can well, make the text bigger and smaller. So I think there's, mm-hmm. you know, maybe these are just, are just literally scanned images and yeah. they're not, you so can't be digitizing it, but
0: whether they OCR'd it as well, so you can yeah. get the text on, hey. Hmm. Interesting. But I mean, isn't that what Google was doing with all these libraries to scan all this stuff in? Yeah, they were, Yeah. But this is Microsoft helping out now, so... Yes. Oh, it's all a complicated world, isn't it? <laughs> Indeed, most odd. Very cool. Um, now, I think um, the the actual, the, the new Kindle, the, the big Kindle is now available uh, in the UK. The big boy. Uh, so, that looks pretty cool. Looks like you could actually kind of read that. Smaller ones, just a bit too small, Whoa. but... Uh, but
1: it still does look a bit Fisher-Price compared... I mean, I'm sorry, we the yeah. tablet kind of thing, it just looks... Oh, it's got buttons on it. How old school? <laughs> it's like, uh, you're going to wait for an iPad, James. Yeah, I am. Yeah, <laughs> I, think so. I think so. I saw a, a takedown on the um, iPad mm. the other day and suggesting, I think, um, that the price point is... It's about two to one, I think, but I think they vastly underestimated the cost of the 3G stuff because I think Apple's selling the 3G component for like an extra 130 dollars yeah and they said all oh, the parts only 24 dollars but i'm fairly certain the you know the in, it said all excluding intellectual property research and development marketing right yeah. i'm fairly certain
0: there's a lot of licenses a go lot, a lot of licenses
1: in, in anything to do with 3g mm-hmm. or or even I, I mean i know looking at um, 2g stuff it yeah. was like you know 80% of the cost was the licensing, mm. nothing to do with the hardware itself. Yep. I mean, that, that is just a, a, a lump of sand, the hardware. Yep. So, mm. in Interesting. The, so well, now, gaming.
0: Yeah. Now we had, we uh, talked
1: a little bit about gaming last week, didn't we? We
0: did. We were looking at what was happening, uh, we looked at uh, kind of the results of uh, 2009, thousand and nine. Uh-huh. and uh, today we're looking, and there's an article about uh, what happened in January, since we've just slipped... Yeah, uh, by a week or so out of January, and the stats are out now for the gaming, and uh, trying to see how uh, Microsoft and Sony are going in compare in comparison to Nintendo, who have yeah. um, really trounced the world since the since the Wii came out. They've uh, done amazingly well considering um, it. Uh, it wasn't HD. It wasn't uh, next generation. Um, But they were really quite innovative, and it's uh, certainly caught the mood. Yeah, Um, they are still going. So in uh, January, the Wii is still the best-selling system with 465,000 systems sold. And it's still the least expensive as well, to be fair. Still the least expensive, yep, despite the fact that time has moved on. Yeah. Uh, The odd thing thing is the second biggest-selling console is, in fact, the Nintendo DS. (laughs) 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 So, uh, you know, they've got the, the top two slots.
1: Yeah, but they're still saying this article about the Wii is a fad and completely unplayed after purchase.
0: Well, people keep buying knows, them.
1: Everyone knows a guy who doesn't touch his Wii. That sounds odd, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, um,
0: but uh, Super Mario Brothers is out, so everyone's buying that. Six hundred fifty-six thousand copies. I might have to get one of those. Because um, uh, yeah, I've seen like, yeah, I
1: mean, they are still doing a lot of advertising. I've seen. On, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I have mm-hmm. seen. You know, four players classic Nintendo um, mm-hmm. action with Super Mario and. Um, so doing that I heard that Microsoft had um, canned Xbox live for the original Xbox oh um,
0: that was some well, news yeah, the original was, Xbox is so 10 years ago so.
1: it, well, it, well it wasn't quite 10 years but 9 or something but it's still a long way away um, but then PlayStation 3 is still churning them out I mean 280,000 um,
0: it's not bad considering the expense of the platform
1: yeah well I mean again I think it's the Blu-ray thing I mean
0: that's a good point yeah and, uh, um, you know, all, especially- of, all the HD content's on Blu-ray now, so...
1: Exactly, and uh, it's good stuff. And obviously, um... You, modern-
0: know, what is, you know what astonishes me, though? The 100,000 PlayStation portables were sold. In- <laughs> Who's buying them?
1: What are they playing? There's no games! I thought you could download them or something. Well, I mean- the
0: new the new PSP, you can download them, but... Yeah. Ah, uh, they just... I, I'm still astonished. Like who is buying this thing?
1: Mm. And the, I mean, there was always great, this great promise about the PlayStation three that you'd have this kind of the PlayStation portable would be a kind of a, mm, an addition, an integrated a, like a companion device yeah. and you'd sit there and you'd get other stats and things yeah. on, on it. Um, none of that's come no. to, to light, unfortunately. I mean, I think there was just a classic one was the, um, the driving game and you could use it as like a, a mirror. Or yeah,
0: something. like a re- re- review, re- like mirror. one of
1: those two. Yeah. Mm. Um, so
0: well, uh, your your current game, Modern Warfare Two, still doing well, James. And the new one released on the ninth of February, Mass Effect Two. Uh so it was 26th, It wasn't. Uh, it was Bio BioShock Two. BioShock Two. That's the yeah. one. I've got a on buddy 9th?
1: coming at the weekend to do a bit of Modern Warfare Two because a lot of the mm. le- the levels you can only do with two players.
0: <laughs> really, you need some friends. Yeah, you need, you need <laughs>
1: to play together. It's like cooperative stuff. Right, I mean, you right. know, So someone has to be the rear gunner, you know, that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. um, so hopefully you have a bit Very of cool. uh, gaming action over the weekend. Excellent. If it's not too chilly.
0: Well, we've got uh, another article on what's been happening in 2009 in terms of casual gaming, which I yeah. thought was interesting because uh, both of us have been involved at some point or other with uh, with games that are...
1: Well, I think it's just like the Zynga, the, the FarmVilles and all this kind of yeah. stuff, isn't it? And obviously, you know, you've got the... Popcat, mafia, mm-hmm. but I mean, how do these guys make money? Is it through advertising?
0: Um, no, the, well, uh, the, the games on Facebook that I've seen, mm-hmm. um, like Mafia Wars, you can upgrade and get you special powers yeah, by yeah. paying money. It's like huh, I'm not paying money, but presumably people do. So, yeah, uh, the
1: desire to do well. I mean, there are know. these, you know, the augmentation, the virtual currencies, and mm-hmm. swapping. Mm-hmm. You know, so I understand that, but bejeweled and stuff, you don't still what's going on it's a very popular game but i mean you don't um i don't know how they make money from it <laughs> the facebook version Bejeweled
0: blitz launched in 2009 well, reached 25
1: million players but i can see there's a there's a model there where you know facebook can make additional advertising if it's got people playing games uh, right. so there well, is I mean, a yeah exactly if, you, if know, you get
0: people to stick there for 30 seconds more then
1: yeah, you get more impressions, true, yeah. and you can maybe maybe they do have in-game advertising. That's the other thing, So mm. it could be inter-level, interstitial stuff when you're you know catching a breath. Um, <laughs> so I, I guess that's where the revenue is coming from.
0: Well, it only took them two months to make it, but you have to keep working on it. And the game isn't done when you realise that it's important to keep the course simple and fun. Uh, this says, is a
1: pop cap going on about plants versus zombies <laughs> and the iphone is a great customer experience you can spend 30 hours on an iphone well, i don't know which iphone they've got that you can do 30 hours of gaming on but it ain't the one i've Before
0: got it goes flat yeah <laughs> um mm, very true
1: so yeah I, I agree i mean um it is still is still happening there uh casual gaming and i don't think it's ever going to go away people are always going to have a go hmm.
0: and it's a, definitely uh, a different category where you want to pick something up have a bit of fun put it down again mm-hmm. Uh, whereas uh, Modern Warfare Two, you know, you really need to put some serious time into that one. Mm. So, uh, final story, James. We've got um, now. I didn't know whether to put this in the other category or um, this is a classic, isn't just- <laughs> it? <laughs> um. So uh, I don't know if you realise, James, but the the actual touch screen on the iPhone is in fact uh, capacitive. <laughs> uh, <de-ca- laughs> uh, capacitive. Uh, and you'll means- say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to edit this section now. Um, uh, so what it means is the fact that it actually relies on your body to actually f- be part of the actual interface itself. Yes. Yeah. So well, it's, it's obviously not-
1: about you know the, the the physics of detecting is it a is it a thing or a person? Is it a- Yeah. Exactly.
0: And the point yeah. there is that uh, you can't get a pencil and push it into the iPhone screen because it won't work. Yeah. Um, it needs the actual human touch and... Uh, well, it needs, it needs meat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it needs something capacitive. to <laughs> use. Uh, so what they've, what they've found is that uh, in Korea where it's it's very, very cold at the moment, they've got a very creative well, I I way. Mean, I
1: didn't realize they're that tight. They don't heat the trains. It clearly <laughs> seems to be the... Uh,
0: well, they're, they're on this train and clearly freezing. Um, can't get their fingers out of their gloves to actually use their iPhone. So... <laughs> They've been buying snack sausages. And this
1: is the bizarre thing. This is literally, it's like a little salami that they're holding and using to... This guy looks like he's updating his Facebook account with a sausage.
0: <laughs> Which is fantastic. Um, so, James, there's a key for you. If um, You mm. know, you can't use the pen in your pocket, but you can whip <laughs> out your series. sausage <laughs>
1: I know what you're thinking listeners uh, um, yes. but you've got to look at the show notes uh, go to the website www.onthecouchpodcast.com and look yeah, at man. the show notes check it out it's and it. see the picture of the men with really their sausages are. they really yeah. are
0: using using their yeah. sausages
1: to, um... it's cold and the sausages are small so uh don't worry but they oh it's weird <laughs> yeah so if you've if you've been able to interact with your iphone with uh other sausages do send us uh any information feedback, feedback at, at on the, the podcast.com podcast. oh, now um not quite as wild as that but uh we've also been uh we talked before about the suguru stuff mm-hmm. which is some have you actually got it out yet
0: i haven't got my sugar <laughs> right, but I, I now have a purpose for it you, so you can, have a you have a project yeah, so yeah. um
1: I've, my, I've been uh, using my Sugru, which is this kind of like uh, plasticine play doh, but it's quite, it's actually a bit squidgier than that. Mm, um, squidgy
0: stuff and it goes solid over it. Every yeah, and, and it's a silicon
1: kind of compound mm. and it goes solid over, it depends how thick it is, uh-huh. um, but you know, it goes solid. So I've, I've augmented my um, swim goggles with some horns, which I will be sending a photograph out uh, mm-hmm. to, to Ian, which maybe he can <laughs> stick on our Twitter feed. People can, <laughs> look and hopefully. I won't get arrested when I go to the pool at lunchtime.
0: Uh, well, so, <laughs> in, there's so many places I could take that, James, but... Um,
1: <laughs> but oh, children. No, I don't normally get arrested at the pool at lunchtime, <laughs> I should point out. So. <laughs> anyway, um, I hope you've enjoyed listening. To, uh, we, we love you listening too. And we'll catch up with you on the next episode
0: in a week or so. That'd be great. Thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye from Ian. And bye from James. Cheers.